Welcome, welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of, where are we, July 2018, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next uh, 60 to 90 minutes. My co-host, who is so hard to get good help, but you see, guys, you can't tell her that I'm saying all of this. Possibly she'll re-listen to the front part of the show, but it's so hard to get good help. Now, my co-host, Olivia Lashley, who actually is my youngest sister, she will be joining us, hopefully. Hopefully she'll be able to join us a little later in the show, perhaps 30 minutes into the show. And if she does join us, she will be coming to you live from London in the UK. Well, welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I have not actually um, aired a podcast. I've not aired a podcast um, in the last couple of weeks. Um, Various things have happened to me, um, and I haven't been able to be here with you. I haven't, but I'm here now, and it's all good, and it's all good. Yeah. So that being said, guys, welcome to the show. Today we're actually talking about how to change your life, um, how to change your life to get what you want. Now, for all of those, for all of you who've listened to my show before, and for all of you who know me, you know life is all about choices. Our life is all about choices. And one of the things it's really important to understand that this particular show, my life, my choice, this particular podcast is about you, it's about me, it's about all of us creating the lives that we want to live through the power of our conscious choice and understanding the power of our conscious choice and what that power wields in our lives. Anything that you hear on the show, whether it's said by me, whether it's by Olivia, and on the rare occasions that we have guests on the show, understand it is only our opinion. It's just our opinion. Many of the things that happen in, I'm going to say, the spiritual community or um, the new thought uh, community or what of the new age community, whatever the term is these days. I actually don't know what the, what the actual term is these days. But whatever happens within those, those paradigms, understand that somebody's coming, self-help, there you go, self-help industry, whatever, whatever comes to you is literally coming to you based on one man or one woman's experience. It's one man, it's one woman's experience. So before I actually get into the show, there are just a couple of things that I'd like to touch on before we really start talking about how to change your life to get what you want. It's vitally important to understand that you and you alone are in control of how you choose to respond to any situation in your life. And that means how you choose to respond to people, places, and things in your life. You're in control of that. What you are not in control of is how people are going to respond to you, how people are going to react to you, how people are going to react. You, you, you don't have any control over that. And this is something that I say to the ladies at Shade Tree on a regular basis. Work within the paradigm or work within the parameters of what you have control over. 
And I'm also a true believer in if you present yourself to the world on your screen of space, how you show up, whatever phrase makes you feel comfortable, if you are presenting yourself in an authentic way, in an honest way, to the world at large, the world has to respond to you authentically. And this is one of the keys to getting what you want, being really authentic about what you want and presenting yourself in that energetic stream. Now, that is a whole show by itself. Actually, that's a documentary by itself. Uh, That being said, one of the other things that I would like to also share with you is that when dealing with the laws of attraction and talking about manifesting what it is that you want in your life and for your life, it's vitally important to, I think, to realize that your life begins with the first law of manifestation or the first of the universal laws of attraction. Actually, let me back that up. When dealing with the law of attraction, it's really important to understand that the law of attraction, and we did a show about this recently, the law of attraction is actually part of the laws, plural, the laws of attraction. It's vitally important, guys, as you consciously, as you're consciously trying to manifest what you want in your life, it's vitally important to remember that it's the law, not just the law of attraction, it's the laws which are made up of multiple laws. In addition to things that you are creating, laws that you are creating for yourself, by yourself, through the words that you use, the deeds that you do, and the actions that you take. Guys, it's the laws, plural, of attraction, not just the law. The first law, which is what I am truly concerned with. This is my passion. This is where I live. This is my pulse beat. This is what I live for. This is my purpose in life. My purpose in life is for people to have a greater understanding of the laws. And in that, the first law in the laws of attraction, and that's your law of choice. I wanted to remind you or take the opportunity to remind you that nothing happens in your life save you choose it. You cannot be at any intersection in your life without you having made a choice. Now, that's, me not condo- that's not me condoning anything that's happened to you, anything that's happened to, um, you know, y- y- your family, um, your people, uh, your loved ones, you know, your country, I'm not condoning that. What I'm literally saying to you guys is simply this. Everything, whether you deem it good or bad, everything or anything that has happened to you, that you consider that has happened to you, it's vitally important to recognize that you made a choice that puts you in that intersection. Once again, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. What it makes it is, just is. Just is. What it truly makes it is, what are you going to, where are you going to go from here? That's what it says. Where are you going to go from here? 
Because as I like to remind people, your history is your history. It is not your destiny unless you choose to recreate it as your destiny. Your history and everything that has gone before has been designed for you, by you, so that you can live the life that you are destined to live, the life that you actually said that you wanted to live before you came into this incarnation. And that, too, is a whole other story. Actually, we, I think maybe about seven years ago, seven years ago, I think we did a show about that. Might be time to readdress that because one of the things that I do know, and Olivia and myself have said this um, several times on the show, you know that we, we, we grow, we're growing. We're growing and knowing and learning just like you. We're growing and knowing and learning just like you. So that being said, my passion is the first universal law, and that first universal law is choice. Nothing happens without you first making a choice. And the clearer you are on your choice, the clearer you are with your choice, the greater understanding you have within yourself about the choice that you have made the more likelihood or it ups the, 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 the likelihood of what you are wanting being manifested. It ups that. And so choice and clarity, while they aren't hand in hand, they truly are different sides of the same coin. You have to, the clearer you are, the better it is for you. One of the other things that I would like to share with you is this. Oh, there are two other things before we get into how to change your life to get what you want. And guys, all of this is really pertinent. All of what I'm saying now is pertinent to you, changing your life to get what you want, because it's about changing that internal dialogue that you, you have with self. So the other thing that I wanted to actually share with you is simply this. When you are working on um, visualizing and or, um, yeah, I'd say visualizing or doing your vision board or working in that vein, even just simply as, as some, some people do, some coaches suggest, just writing out what you want. When you're doing that, it's really important that you understand that that's the first level. You know, when you, when you cut out all these things from magazines or you draw things or you, you write it out, that's your first level. It actually needs to go to another level. It needs to have another level to activate it. And there's many things that I've read out there that says, you know, okay, you, 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 um, you look at your vision, your vision board every day you, you, you look at your visualization within your mind every day. You look at what you've written down every day. That's all to the highest. And I really mean that's all to the highest good. But there is another level that you can take that to. There's another level that you can take your visualization to. And taking it to another la- level is that your, visualiz- your visualization stops being something that you are viewing, becoming something that you are being. As I've said many times on the show, you go from being the observer to the observed. So what that literally means is 
you become, the visualization becomes a live moving thing, not just something that you're watching. So you have to be a part of it. And to be a part of it, you have to be able to engage your senses. You know, if you're talking about visualizing your perfect home or your perfect car, your perfect man, your perfect woman, whatever it is, when you're visualizing it, you need to become it for it to be believable to you, for the thing that you're wanting to become real to you. When you are standing outside looking in, that's what you're doing. When you're standing outside and you begin to press your nose up against the window pane and you can feel this window pane, it's cold, it's cool, it's smooth, it's shiny, it's reflective. You know, it's dirty. When you, when you, when you, can, when you can actually start feeling this, it starts to become real because your senses are engaged. You know, you're talking about this house that you want. You walk in and they say, look around the room. What do you see in the, in the room, you know? What colors are the wall? Do you have leather furniture? Is your, 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 your leather furniture, what color is it? And this and that. You know, what kind of floor do you have? I'm telling you to walk on the floor. Once you see it, walk on it. Hear your feet, whether it's barefoot, whether you're barefooted, or whether in your, whether in your shoes, whether you are in your shoes. Hear your feet going across the floor. You have a leather sofa, and it's the color of peach. It's peach. It's absolutely stunning in the room that you have you've created in your mind. Now touch it. Touch, touch the chair. It is, as they call it, buttery soft leather. You could feel that it could almost melt in your mouth. It has its own unique smell. It looks right. When you are able to engage yourself at that level within your visualization, when you start believing it, you can receive it. You have to perceive it. You have to believe it. You have to receive it. You have to engage. Okay, guys? So, so that, that was that. And the other thing that I said that I'm going to start doing is to recap like this. On most shows, whether at the, the the back end or the top end, but to re to um to, to recap on some of the, the elements that I know to be for me at any rate really important. Now many people, and I've spoken about this, many people say that they are that they're praying people, and they pray, and I know they do. However, many people pray. And they feel that their prayers, they feel that their prayers are either not answered or that God has something better for them or whatever it is because they don't actually manifest what they want. But you see, what people don't truly get is that when you are talking to God and you're talking, you're begging, you're pleading, you're expressing yourself, you're hurt, you're pain, you're asking for this to happen, that to happen, all of that's good, but it's really important to understand you're having a conversation with God. For those of you who are scripture-based, for those of you who are metaphysically-based, for those of you who are spiritually-based, it is stated 
all over the place. Whatever scripture, whatever spiritual text you, you choose to read. But your prayer starts from the end. Is you having received that which you have said you wanted. All this stuff that went before. All the outpouring of your pain and your, your this and your worry and, you know, God, you know, hold me, support me as I go through this. All of that is a conversation with God. The name of the game is you pray from the end. And when you pray from the end, this is why gratitude is so huge. You pray from the end saying, thank you, I have received it. Before that which you want has come into being. Before that which you want has become seen from the unseen. It's vitally important to understand this. This is why people's prayers go unanswered, because you're having a conversation, you're not praying. You pray from the end, and the end is the thing, the ultimate thing that you want to manifest. And once you have visualized it, you have engaged your five senses, you've gone to the next level. You can see it, you can hear it, you can touch it, you can feel it, you can smell it. You are engaged on all, all levels that you can possibly be engaged on, engaged in, and then some. You say your prayer and you say, thank you, I've received it because I can see it, I can perceive it, I believe it, it's mine. So guys, I just wanted to sort of like touch bases with you with that, and again, as I said, this is something that I am going to keep doing because it's really important. As I said, at the top end or the bottom end of the show, I'm going to keep doing this because it's a vital, it's vitally important that these things are engaged and you have an understanding. So then you can make these yours. You can make these yours. Just as we make the universal laws of attraction ours. Anything that you say here, you can make it yours. You know, this is why, look, you can do the same, you can buy the same piece of meat from the same cow, pig, whatever, cow, whatever it is, um, same piece of meat, and your mom buy the same thing. You can be in your mother's kitchen using the same pot, the same everything, and she tells you what to do, and you do it exactly as she's telling you to do it. And it doesn't taste like hers. That's because it's an energetic thing. We have our own energetic stamp. We have our own energetic, um, what do you call it, signature. That's the word I'm looking for. We have our own energetic signature. And everything that we do, no matter how similar it is to somebody else's, it has our signature. And so when you use anything that anybody's put out there for yourself, understand that you are using it with your own energetic signature and therefore it will be, it will be designed for you, by you, so that it works in the way that it needs to work intrinsically for you. So anyway, guys, welcome to the show. Once again, my name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and as I said, those are some points that I think are very, very pertinent. Um, each week I, I speak at Shade Tree, and Shade Tree is a facility for women who, are, who have been abused. That's women, children, and pets 
who have been abused, women who have been displaced, and women who have nowhere to live for a moment in time. And each week I, te- I, I, each week I, I talk with them, and this is something, this is how I start out each week, talking about choice, what it is, universal laws of attraction, the art of prayer and the art of visualization. And incidentally, I actually have a uh, webinar talks about the art of visualization and how to visualize properly. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, guys. Um, How to change your life. How to change your life to get what you want. Oh, guys, how to change your life to get what you want. So in today's show, we're going to be talking about changing our dialogue and creating the perfect scenario for hearing, well, your inner voice, okay? One of the most important things you do in life is talk to yourself. And because we do it and it's so, it's not even second nature, it it, it is our nature, we don't even realize, you know, we, 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 or you, we, us, we talk to ourselves 24 hours a day, 365 days out of the year. And believe it or not, we talk to ourselves from before we entered into this life, before we were born, before we were incarnated. And you, me, all of us will talk to ourselves after we leave it. We're always talking to ourselves. And as I put in the synopsis here, if you stop to think about this fact, if you stop and think about this fact, that we are talking to ourselves incessantly without ceasing, it will tell you how important your self-talk is to you and the world in which you are creating for yourself. The internal conversations you have Create the reality that you live in. You want a different reality? Then change your self-talk. It's as simple as that. And only you can do this. Only you can change your self-talk. No one can do this for you. In this high-tech world that we live in, it can be so hard to hear our inner voice. And I'm not talking about your intuition, because your intuition will will break through. Your intuition is designed to break through all the noise and tell you what needs to be told. I'm talking about the everyday chatter that you have going on in your mind, the things that you may figure are mundane, the everyday chit-chat. 24-7, 365, day in, day out, before you came here and after you leave here. This high-tech world, there's so much going on. It's hard to hear ourselves. It's hard to hear, hear ourselves think, which is the phrase. What is really important to understand that even if you are being challenged with hearing yourself, It doesn't mean that your inner voice isn't speaking to you. What this means is that you need to create the optimal scenario to silence the outer world and go within. And so on that, I'm going to cut to the chase with that. And one of the things that's important to do, and I've included 
a, a, a simple breathing technique here, and you can download it if you click on the page. Go to go to my website, thelawsofattractioninaction.com, or you can go to L Laws of O um, Attraction in Action. So you can go to L O A I A dot com. It'll take you to the same place. So you go to the Laws of Attraction in Action dot com. And uh, look under courses, and you'll see uh, PDF downloads, I think it is. And download the simple breathing technique. The simple breathing technique can bring you to a place in space. It's not necessarily a a meditative space, but it can bring you to a place in space where you are receptive to hearing yourself talk to self. I'm not talking about your intuition. I'm talking about having a conversation with the reasoning, analytical, and logical mind. I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking about your intuition. So we talk to ourselves, as I said, as I started out in the synopsis. We talk to ourselves 24 hours a day. We talk to ourselves in our sleep, and that's another thing. It's really important to realize we're talking to ourselves in our sleep, and you'll know this because of how you wake up, you'll know this. Whether you have, you know, a fleeting dream, you'll know this. If you have a serious dream that you can remember, you'll know this from a nightmare. You'll know this based on how you feel. We talk to ourselves 365 days out of the year and be under no illusion. We talk to ourselves whether we're happy, sad, whether we're sick, whether we're lonely, whether we're angry. It doesn't matter. We're always talking to ourselves. So we have done shows on self-talk before. That being said, I think it's vitally important that we have readdressed this today, that we've addressed this particular subject today because your self-talk is creating the reality that you are currently living in. As I started out earlier by saying, you, through your choices, have put you in the crossroad, in the crossroad, the crosshairs of where you find yourself now. It's that internal conversation that you are having with self, about self. You want something different, guys. This literally means that you are going to have to change your self-talk. Some of this actually means that you need to get organized. And when I say organized, what I mean is simply this. You talk to yourself. And something comes up, something comes up to tick you off, and you talk to yourself, and you're talking to yourself very negatively. I mean like with serious negativity. And as you talk to yourself with this serious negativity, It's vitally important at some stage for you to create um, a mechanism, a a, a fail-safe mechanism to say to yourself, enough. And as I was saying to somebody today, as they were spiraling, uh, you know, when you spiral downwards, when you spiral downwards and you're spiraling, you're spiraling out of control. At some point, you're going to say to yourself, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I, I can't shut this off. I can't, you know, at some point, you're going to say something to yourself. 
What I am wanting you guys to do is practice, and it will take practice to be vigilant of that kind of dialogue when it comes up, because that's you putting you on notice to say that you need to do something different, and that something different that you need to do will assist and support you in changing your life so you can get what you want. Once again, only you can do this. Only you can do this. I can say to you, oh, you should do so-and-so, so-and-so, but that might not work for you. Nine times out of ten, it won't work for you. Because we're talking about the inner dialogue. That's something up close and personal. That's an intimate conversation. That is you on you. That's not you and everybody else. It's you on you. So as I said to you guys, what did I say to you guys? You can't tell you can't tell her what I said. She'll have to listen to the beginning of the show. Hello, <laughs> Olivia. How are you, darling? Hi. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I feel me absolutely wonderful. I feel very well, <laughs> thank you, love. No, yeah. so how are you doing, sweetheart? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Everything's um everything's cool. Everything's good. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. So so not not too much you're not too rushed, yeah? No, no, no. I'm um I'm okay. well yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. You've got T message, right? I saw the message you said that D said. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Because sometimes, sometimes there's a little difference between what he said and what you say he said. <laughs> well, I have to say, I have to say, I am totally resentful of that because he actually really? did say it. Yes, he okay. did say that. Okay, he verbatim, right verbatim, yeah, verbatim, verbatim. Yeah, literally said. verbatim. Okay, verbatim, right. verbatim, verbatim. But yeah, so outside of that, no, so that's all good. So. Actually, just to bring you up to speed, what I did at the front end of the show, and I said that I'm going to start doing this, is to actually just recap about um, what the laws of attraction is, you know, what the law of attraction that we deal with is, Mm -hmm. and it's the laws. Um, Also, to understand the difference between a moving, excuse me, a moving visualization um, based on, you know, just visualizing and then being in the visualization, two totally different things. And also to affirm for people a greater understanding about the power of prayer and to know that they need to pray from the end. All this talk stuff that goes before is talk. Prayer is saying thank you, knowing that you have received that which hasn't come into manifestation or the seen has not become, the unseen has not become seen yet and saying thank you. So one of the things that I had said to our listening audience is that each week, either at the top of the show or at the bottom of the show, I'm going to give that as a, as a reminder because it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in speaking with one of my clients today, I realized how important that actually is because, and actually funny enough, yesterday as well, in talking to the ladies, you know, they'll remember, they'll remember and they'll have it for about, you know, a couple of days or three mm. or four days. Mm. And then, mm-hmm. then it's gone and they've lost it. Mm. Because as I said to ladies yesterday, sometimes you must get really tired of me saying the same thing over and over again. And they said, no, 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 no. Um, they hear it. It just re- reaffirms it. It reinforces it for them. Mm. And again, I heard it this morning, uh, working with a client, I heard it this morning. And she said the same thing. And I was mm. like, okay. 
all right. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I said in that moment that I'll, I'll commit to do. So that's that's where we where we were at. I got to the point where I had actually said we had done a show on self talk, um, slightly different, but we have done a show on self talk. And as I said to as I was saying to um, our listening audience, Olivia, that it's really important to realise that their inner conversations have created and will continue to create the realities that they yeah. are, mm-hmm. or the reality they live in, and the realities that they do live in. And that wherever they have found themselves and do find themselves, whatever crossroads or crosshairs, no matter what happens, whether it's a happy occasion, sad occasion, heinous occasion, whatever it is, they have done something. They have made a choice that has put them there. Doesn't make it right, doesn't make it wrong. And I did say, and I'll say again, I'm not condoning anything that's happened to anybody, to themselves, to their person, to their loved ones, to their country, to their people. I'm not condoning that. What I'm saying is, you need to look at the choices that you are making because the choices that you are making is based on the um, internal dialogue that you mm. are having. Would you agree with? Yeah, yeah, I do, absolutely. And I think one of the things socially that um, we're actually uh, nurtured to think is when something happens and it appears to be detrimental, we see it as that as opposed to mm-hmm. actually seeing it as a strength as part of the process of getting to bit getting what it is that you say you're wanting it's all part Mm -hmm. it's all part of it it's not there to because um universally spiritually nothing's there to actually um pull you down it's actually trying to boost you up and it's what you take from it and as you said wendy there are some heinous things that happen to people and you you, um, it just um you know people that we've had on the show and um you know just reading stuff and watching um youtube and all that sort of stuff you can see the difference between someone who actually sees even how even if it is really heinous how they have actually turned it round that they've reframed it to make it a strength as opposed to the people that have actually said okay well this has happened to me not for me. Exactly. And there's a big difference. Exactly. You know, one is one is very much, um, and it sounds kind of cold saying this, an evolutionary thing. Mm-hmm. And the other one is waiting to evolve. Let's put it that way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But one of, well the, one, one of the things you were saying when I, when I came on um, is about finding, uh, you know, what works for you, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you find it, one of the things I would would say, um, and this and this I, I've noticed because um, one of the things I would say is actually don't share it. Don't Come share on. it with Breathe. anyone except for yourself. Your internal Come dialogue, on. you work through it within yourself. Do not share it. And I know it sounds kind of count, counterintuitive, you know, being a spiritual show. It, it can People can say, okay, that sounds really selfish and what have you, but don't share it. And why I say don't share it is because when you do, it dilutes it. All right, and you it can go. thwart your own spiritual development. There you go. Unless, unless there you, go. you, unless you have, you know, fifty thousand things that you, you know, you've got on the go, and you want to share, you know, one or two, or you've involved, or, or it's evolved enough that you think, okay, well, you're not actually um, giving your, you've actually developed it. You know how it works for you, and even then, it can be a little bit iffy. Um, 
but yeah that's one of the things I would say don't share I know for me there are times specifically on the show because I've said this before you know I'll have I have a brainwave you know and um, I'll start working on it and things start happening and you know I'm getting things that I want and what have you mm-hmm. and then I share it on mm-hmm. the show bang and then it's, it's gone. gone it's gone it's yeah yeah yep that that actually in itself, guys, seriously, outside of how you talk to yourself, I believe is one of the biggest travesties that occur in most people's lives is that they talk all over themselves and they tell their they 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 they, they tell they tell what's going on and they tell it. And they don't even, for the most part, believe at a hundred percent that they're not a hundred percent in their in their in their belief that it will manifest. And they tell, and as Olivia said, it dilutes and dissipates the energy when you do that. Because the the thing the thing about actually sharing it is invariably because there's there's so many nuances to it, and we don't understand it a hundred percent because there are things in the spiritual realm that we do not understand um damn it, I forgot what I was going to say so it, it's it, um I can't remember what I was going to say so no, we it's, it's we, we, imperative and we it, we're looking we're actually looking for confirmation. We're looking for confirmation from other people, and they can't give you the confirmation. They cannot. They can't because it's your spiritual growth, not theirs. Exactly. Even if you share it, um, how it works for you isn't going to be how it works for the other person because um, they need they need to develop it in their own way. That's why you have so many, oh, you can get rich, you can, you know, you can find your spiritual master, you know, you can contact your angels and what have you. That's why a lot of that time, it does, a lot of those things, it doesn't work. They don't work because, because they're actually not developed for the person for who's you. actually reading the book or watching the video or whatever. It's developed for the person who wrote the book or made the video. That's exactly. who it's developed for. And ironically, Liz, because uh, you weren't, you actually hadn't joined the show yet, because this is what I was saying, that, you know, with all the stuff that's out there, all the information that's out there, including, because I said what they hear on the show, whether from me and or you, that they need to understand, you know, as listening audience, guys, you need to understand that this is my experience, this is Olivia's experience or whomever you're reading, and that experience has been tailored to me by me, for me, based on the fact, as, and I said this earlier, based on the fact that I have my own spiritual signature. And when I create whatever I am creating, it is that signature that I use to create it. And then that, whatever it is, whether it be a meditation technique, whatever it is, it's mine. Now, I'm not saying that you cannot take from it. Mm-hmm. And apply mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. own spiritual signature to mm-hmm. it, which is what I said to them. You apply your own spiritual signature to it. It's malleable, and you make it work for you. But to try to do what I do verbatim, it's not going to work. Because, you know, I gave the scenario, of, you, know, you know, you're at home with your mom. You go to your mom. You buy the same cut of meat, or she can cut a piece off, half-half, same pot, whole nine yards. She's telling you what to do. You're doing it. And it tastes different. How can it taste different? 
Well, it yeah. is our spiritual signature. Mm. It's our spiritual mm. signature. Mm. It's important I, I, as a... Li- I, go ahead, Liz. No, I, I was going to say, I, I think it's... You know, like um, like doing the show, you know, uh, watching videos or, or whatever it is, reading books. Um, as you're saying, you know, you can take things from it, but you can't, you, as you said, Wendy, you can't use it verbatim because it's they not can't. designed for you to do so. It's actually a tool just to assist you because it's really complicated. It's simply complex, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the, there the you go. The thing is simply complex. And it, it's just... If if you if you're reading a book or watching a video or, or, or listening to the, the 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 radio program, you're actually tuned in for a reason, and there's something for mm-hmm. you to hear within this that can assist you to actually evolve on a spiritual level. That's that's mm-hmm. what that's about. Mm-hmm. But it's not taking the whole thing and just mm-hmm. saying, okay, well, this is how I need to do it, it because it's, it's not. It's you, no, you're not a robot. Mm. You're not a robot. Finding, changing your life to get what you want literally means tweaking two, two, I say tweaking two things, well, we see where that goes, but it literally means tweaking a couple of things. And that's one, as I said before, guys, how you talk to yourself. And two, it's about changing. And Olivia, she jumped in and she said that straight off the bat. It's about changing, as I call it, your viewfinder lens based on your history, what's happened in your history and based on what's going on for you now, which the now, this moment now, when you look back on it, this moment has now become your history. And it's about how you change your your viewfinder lens, how you view it and how you use it, as Olivia said, to make you stronger. It's also how you use it um, to assist and support you in a choice-making process, knowing that the first law in the universal law, laws is choice, utilizing what's happened to assist and support you in using the universal law of choice, knowing that anything that happens to you and for you in life, anything that you get comes from your choices. You talk to yourself incessantly. What are you talking about? You talk to yourself incessantly. Most people are strategizing. Most people are strategizing. We spend a lot of time strategizing. Whether it's strategizing on what we should have done, whether it's what strategizing on what we could have done, would have done, and or what we should do, would do, or could do. Okay? So I'm talking about future and past. Okay? We spend so much time strategizing on things instead of literally asking ourselves what it looks for us to you fill in the blank. You see, guys, when you start talking to yourself at an intrinsic level, you will get an intrinsic answer. And what I mean by that, when you start talking to yourself in a way that is going to produce results for self, you have to go inside of self. You can't do all this, this surface, if I would have, should have, could have. That doesn't take you anywhere. It really doesn't take you anywhere. 
when talking to yourself in regards to getting what you want in life, first thing off the bat, you need to know what you want. Every spiritual text, okay, whether this is from the Bible, from the Quran, whatever it is, the Bhagavad Gita, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, anything that I have read, it always says you need to know what you want. If you don't know what you want, how are you going to get it? You want to change your life to get what you want? My question to you is what do you want? What are you wanting? You know, when, 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 and this is something that I do for a living, okay, guys? When I ask people what are they wanting, even during our session, and I'll back this up, even if Olivia's coaching me in a session, I can go all around the houses talking about this and that. I could talk for five minutes before I eventually get down to, you know, well, I suppose what I really want is, or not what I suppose, well, you know what I really want is this. What I really want is that. But you see, all that talk I did before is all this self-talk. And if you are not prepared to be vigilant, it can take you off on tangents. You can go down pathways that, yes, all roads lead to, lead, lead to home. I do believe that. But I do believe that there is a definite direct path to get you there. And you don't have to go down all these garden paths to get there. You don't have to go through all these back alleys to get there. You can stay on the main thoroughfare and get to where it is that you want to be, but you have to be committed to the process. And by being committed to the process, you have to be able to catch yourself when you start going down multiple pathways that aren't going to take you anywhere but back to where you need to be, and that's making a clear choice as to what it is that you want. Now, on the show, I've said this repeatedly. Your emotions are going to come up. You emote. That's emotions coming up. Up and out. Your emotions are something that are very pertinent to your ability to live and survive. To survive and or to live. To survive to survive in life, and to live the life that you want to live. Your emotions are important. They're telling you something about mm-hmm. you. They're showing you something. Mm-hmm. They, are, mm-hmm. they are trying to point you in a direction without telling you what you have to do. Your emotions are speaking to you from a very visceral level. Your emotions are all inside. Your emotions aren't an external thing. They're all inside. So I'm not saying to you that your emotions, you need to stop your emotions or squish your emotions. What I am saying to you is that you need not to have your emotions dragging you around by the nose. Your emotions are important. Again, they're telling you something. What I am saying to you guys is simply this, to make the commitment to self, after you've 
mean it's being pissy and being angry and being whatever it is. You break down and cry. Like I said to the ladies yesterday, and I say this all the time, but all the residents, the women in Shaytree, all the residents, all of us, me included, we could cry serious tears about what has happened in our lives. We could cry so much and so hard that we create a river that runs down Las Vegas Boulevard or the main street, the main street that you live on, the high street, the main street. We could do the backflow, the backstroke. We could swim. We could, you know, breaststroke. We could take a paddle boat, boat and go down there. But after the tears, after that emotional outpouring has happened, then what are you going to do? Well, you're going to cry again? Well, how unhelpful is that? <laughs> Which is what I said. You know, how unhelpful is that? It's about you then taking control of self. You, at this point, get to take control of you. The, Don't the, allow the, the situation to control you. The emotions that the, the emotions uh, uh, that that we have and the self talk that goes with the emotions, Ooh. they're actually telling you something about you. You, uh, you, uh, and I think a lot of times we have the we have the self talk, but we're actually not listening and recognizing <laughs> what it's actually telling us. You know, your self the self talk that you hear. Is um, it contains the answer what you are looking for, but oh. a, a lot of times our emotions kick in and we're thinking about people, places, and things that have done this, that, that, and the other, and we're actually not listening to the answer. But the answer is mm-hmm. not. It's not about the other person, place, or thing. It's exactly. about you. You know, it's just exactly. like you know something could happen. It's like okay, someone cuts you up in the traffic. They're always cutting you up every day, and you you know you want to kick their ass. It's not about. Um, kicking that person's ass. It's about it's kicking about you. your own ass into gear. That's what that's about. It has nothing to do with the other person at all. You know, everything everything that we go through, I mean, I know this sounds really, really crazy, but everything we go through, go through is actually a blessing. It it's is, as, Olivia. As, as to whether we actually choose, or, or we, we're in that frame of mind to be able to see it as such. And as Wendy said, yeah, you take the time. You take the time to be angry, annoyed, you know, you know, do your rage, chuck things around or whatever. But after time, it's, it, it's time to sit down and actually think about what's, what's happened or what is happening and how it is relevant to you, not to the situation, to you. Because it's all about you. You're the you're the you're the alpha and you're the omega of your omega own existence. of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that you said, Liz, and I'm just going to I'm just going to reiterate what you said, just so that people, mm-hmm. you know, guys, get this, hear this, now hear this. When we start going off about people in particular, places, sometimes, and things, sometimes. And we have an emotional outpouring and we start this dialogue, which usually spirals to nowhere. We think that we are talking to ourselves about other people. The reality is, as Olivia said, we are talking to self about self. So we can talk about he said this, she did this, and blah, 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 all of this stuff, but we're talking about self. 
you know, it, it's like the saying, and I don't know if it is a Buddhist saying. I was trying to research this, and I couldn't, I couldn't find anything, anything definitive. Um, it's like you, me drinking poison and hoping that you'll die. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. It's futile. It's not going to happen. And again, I am not saying that you should squish, suppress, and not express your emotions. What I am saying is, after you have emoted, what are you going to do with this information? After you've done this, you see, only you can control you. You can't control anybody else. Only you can control you, and you then get to control what you do with your situation. You want to change your life to get what you want for your life? Then you need to change some of these things. You need to change some of these things. Some of the things that you're talking about, some of the things that you're doing, some of the things that you are not doing, some of the things that you are choosing not to talk about, you need to take a look at these. Some of the things that you do that are learnt behaviors that are obsolete, they are limiting beliefs that you have. And you know they're limiting beliefs because you've called yourself on it time and time again. Some of the things you said, you say to yourself, you know, I said I wasn't going to do this anymore, but uh, here I am. Or it's just easier if I do it this way. Who said it's just easier? Why are you buying into these lies? Who said it was easier? And clearly it's not easier because you're not getting what you want. However, you're getting what you need because it's going to take you down a pathway to try to get you on track. You are taking you down a pathway to try to get you on track. On track. You see, guys, everything that you do in life, I'll phrase it this way. It's your life. It's your choice. Everything that you do in life is geared for you to um, to have that which you say that you want. And you need to understand me. That which you say that you want is also in qualifies as that which you say that you don't want. Want is the operative word. This is why I say to you, don't focus on what you don't want unless you're going to use it as a springboard to tell you what you do want. But don't focus on what you don't want. You know, if you don't want to be as broke as a joke, why why are you focusing on this? It's not funny. Focus on what you want. If you want to be healthy, don't focus on the, the unhealthy aspects of your life. Focus on what it looks like, what it feels like, what it sounds like, what it smells like, what it tastes like to be healthy, to be wealthy, to be wise, to be spiritual, to be whatever it is that you say that you want. Use your your internal dialogue. Use your self-talk to do this. You're talking to yourself all freaking day. What are you talking about? And I'm serious, guys. I'm asking that question. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Talk, 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 talk. What, what, what are you talking about? 
You know what? You know what you're talking about when you look at your macrosphere, look at your life. You want to see what you're really talking about? Look at your life. You know, Liz, the other day, uh, you talk about talk, 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 talk. I've been talk, talk, talking, 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 talking. For those of you who have been with us long enough, you will definitely know that um, under my stairs is um, is definitely a learning. If you get some damnness, to be honest with you, it's definitely a a learning a learning environment for me. Okay, under my stairs and. It's not a catch-all, and I have to say that. It's not catch-all for everything, but it's so chaotic under there. And while my husband was away in Louisiana a couple of days ago, I woke up and I said, right, I am going to, I'm going to clean under the stairs. And ironically, I then had in my mind what I wanted it to look like. I had clearly in my mind what I wanted it to look like. And I have been talk, talk, talking. There are times when I would talk to myself. I'd leave the house, and of course, I'd go in there to get my shoes to leave, or my slippers, or my sandals. I come in, I get my slippers. I this, I that, I need this. I go in there, and blah, 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 blah. To sometimes where D and myself are arguing. Well, I say arguing because we don't actually argue. But I'm like, you left the light on. And he's like, no, you didn't leave the light. I didn't leave the light on. I didn't go in there. Well, I clearly didn't go in there to see how I'm dressed. I didn't go in there. You left the house. But I didn't need the light. And it goes back and forth. But the light's on. And the light's on because I, I talk, 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 talk about what I want to do under there and what I'm going to do and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that and yada, 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 but, but, but. And I'm talking, talking, talking. Until I got up, like I said, and I was like, mm, today's the day. I'm done with this. I'm done talking about this. I need to take action on it. And the irony is, Olivia, I thought, and here we go, guys, I thought there was way more stuff under there. And I just didn't want to go through it. You know, like, you've got to go through it. Do I want this? Don't I want mm-hmm. that? And I started going through the stuff, and I'm like, is this it? Yes. It was that, but it wasn't organized. Did I download some stuff? Quite a lot of stuff. Quite a lot of stuff. I had said goodbye to um, creating my skincare line. There was a lot of stuff under there pertaining to that. Why are you holding on to that? I looked at that. I'm like, Wendy, why are you holding on to this? It served its purpose. It taught you something. Now let it go. Let it go back to whence it came. Give it back. So, guys, talk, talk, talk. You can talk to you because I've been talking to myself for about 365 days, maybe, 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 I don't know, 450 days if the truth be known, about mm-hmm. clearing, clearing out underneath the stairs. Every day, because virtually every day I'd go in there. Sometimes I'd be vexed if Dee leaves the door open because I can see it. <laughs> you know? I can see it. You know? And, you know, and, and, these things oh. impact your life. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is something that periodically 
you actually go through. You know, saying, okay, well, you know, the clutter has cleared, accrued under there, and you need to clear it, but, like, you know, you just can't really be asked. And when you think about it, it's pretty uh, prophetic because, not pathetic, prophetic, because it's under your stairs, right? Mm-hmm. Your stairs are the, 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 the um, vehicle, let's say, for you to move upwards and onwards, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so when you think about your emotional, spiritual, emotional, spiritual chaos, that's actually quite, quite poignant, and it, mm-hmm. that needs mm-hmm. to be cleared for you to be able to move on. And because it's something that, like, because we all have this, these things that we 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 go through periodically and what i believe mm-hmm. what it's actually saying you've reached that particular point again mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. moved on since the last one but you've reached another point another pivotal point in your life where you actually need to clear your emotional exactly. clutter clear exactly. your spiritual clutter so you can exactly. actually move on exactly you, you, you know you say that for, for those of you who don't me don't, don't know me and those of you who do and know me fairly well i mean um my there are certain cupboards in my in my home <laughs> take for instance the the one with um that has all the like the tupperware and the the those sort of things you know the plastic containers and that and um you know my nieces and nephews I haven't really lived around them for years, but yet still they come here with their cheeky damn selves and they open the cupboard and they're shielding their head like stuff's going to fall out on them, right? And the other day, which is true, the other day I opened the cupboard (laughs) and it was like this avalanche. (laughs) (laughs) All this stuff fell out and I looked at it and I looked at it, and then I got a big, one of the, not not just the regular, you know, like dustbin bags. I got one of the ones, you know, like the ones that you'd use for outside lids. Okay, yeah. yeah one the of the big, set, big yeah. flat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love. And I just said, you know what? Ali Ali's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and Olivia, I cleaned house. That mm-hmm. cupboard, I know Dee hasn't been in there since, because he got back from um, Louisiana yesterday. So I know he mm-hmm. hasn't been in there yet. He's going to be surprised when he goes in there. <laughs> I cleared it all out. Cleared underneath the stairs. But as you said, um, it is about recognizing. And, and you pointed out very, very succinctly, it's about going to the next level. Mm-hmm. It's about going to the next level. And for me, my stairs are central in my house, actually. Yeah. My, mm-hmm. Under my stairs are central. Mm-hmm. In my house, mm-hmm. so it's about going to the next level. I mean that, that could also. Sorry, because you're saying like central. The other thing that um, uh, came to me is actually because it's central, it can also be about aligning your chakras. That's just something that occurred yes. to me. But people, yes. people, people in general, we 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 don't actually realise that our physical reality is a reflection of our internal oh, self, our internal yes. reality. Yes. You know, things Either. don't happen just because okay if take wendy's example the clutter is there for a reason it's it's accruing over a period of time Mm -hmm. so that it can tell so so that she can actually recognize when she gets to a point 
that she actually needs to do something. Mm-hmm. That she needs mm-hmm. to do something to be able to move on. It's a message. It's mm-hmm. a code. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of things that um, we go through, if we can actually recognize it as a, a manifestation of our internal self, it can make things so much easier. Much because easier. Because we, we all do this, and I'm kind of repeating, we all do this where we get to the same situation over and over and over yeah. and over again. And every single time that we get there, we're saying, to yourself, we're saying to ourselves, it's time to do this, 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 this. You've been here before, okay. It's, it's time to do whatever it is. Um, but we don't. We, we, most of the time we don't actually sit down and sort of like uh, listen to that internal dialogue no. you know and say okay no. well okay um, this is what I need to do when this happens this is what this is telling me I'm actually giving myself this message and this is what I need to do but most mm-hmm. of the time we don't, mm-hmm. we don't do that and we, well, it's and a, we don't and, and, we, and we miss a vital we miss, we miss some vital information uh, because you know, we we don't recognize it consciously for what it is. We see it as clutter or, you know, people that we need to, you know, get out of our life. And we don't see it as, um, we don't give it, we don't give it the credence that it deserves. That you know? it needs, yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that, that actually comes under the law of ownership. And ownership, the universal law of ownership is really about you owning every aspect of your life. From how... You inhale oxygen or air and metabolize it to how you exhale, exhale. to whether you sleep well or not, to how well you, you know, create problems to, to solving problems, to digesting food. It's about ownership. Ownership is about you owning, you taking ownership, you taking ownership of you because believe it or not nobody else can Mm. and as Olivia said everything that is in your external world started as something internally to you and has manifested externally for you Mm -hmm. so that you can see what's going on and it comes back down to choice you get to choose whether or not you really see what's going on. And the thing is, you can swan off and you can swan off from this situation and God knows this situation, if you have not utilized it to get to where it is that you say that you want to be, if you have not utilized it for what it is showing you, it will continue to show you the same thing until you use it. Once again, the universal law of space says two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. So in order to move forward in your life, there are things that you truly are going to need to address. And some of them are some of the fundamental things. How are you treating yourself? How are you truly treating yourself? How the hell do you expect people to treat you nicely if you don't treat yourself nicely? Well, the thing you is, you can moan and groan about. Go ahead. This, 
I was going to say, the thing is, if people aren't treating you nicely, um, I mean, this is what I'm saying about, you, you know, your, your external reality. What that's actually showing you is actually not that you're a bad person, why they're treating you anything. Like, all it's showing you is, as Wendy said, how do you really feel about yourself about today? You. At this moment in time, that's what it's saying to you. At this moment in time, whatever your name is, how do you feel about yourself? Not in this situation, but just how do you feel about yourself? That's what, it's, you? that's what it's saying to you. That's what it's asking. That's the question it's asking you. How are you, how you, tra- how are you treating yourself? Yeah, that's what it's saying. And a lot of times, going back to situations that we go through over and over again, a lot of times we see them as bothers and inconveniences. Um, yeah. And so we see it as detrimental, but it doesn't have to be detrimental. And why it doesn't have to be detrimental is because you've been through the situation already, okay? And you're there, you got over it, and you're there again. So however you got over it, it was an evolution. Right, so it's mm-hmm. not a negative; mm-hmm. it's actually a positive. It's just mm-hmm. it's just seeing it for what it is that you've reached a crossroads, another crossroads, and it's time to you know take take stock of what is going on and what you're doing, what you're not doing, blah 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 blah. That's what it's telling you. It's not detrimental. You know, somebody said to me, "Does life get any easier?" And my mm-hmm. response was, "My response was, um, life isn't hard." It's your perception of it mm-hmm. that makes it mm-hmm. hard or mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can't answer that for you. Yeah. You know, are you willing to change? Are you willing to change your outlook on life? You know, some of this stuff sounds so trite, but it's really true. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds so cliche, but it's really true. Are yeah. you willing to change your outlook on your life? It is. Are you are you prepared to see everything as a blessing as, as opposed to a curse? Exactly, Olivia. Because yesterday, this is something that, and this is something that I do reiterate to many of my clients, and of course, when I talk at Shaytree, I, I I said to them, you know, one lady, her her old man had done a number on her face, mate. I'm telling you, um, and I I said, you know, look. Wherever you find yourself, no matter where it is, you need to give thanks. Because, well, number one, it could always be worse. Number two, it's showing you something about you. Number three, it frees up energy for other things for you to be thankful to come in for or come come into your life. So it's really important to see whatever situation you are in as a blessing and give thanks for it because it truly is a blessing and poor Tinka she started crying and so we finished you know we finished class and then um she was over in the corner getting her backpack and all that and so I excused myself and I, I said to her is it okay if I give you a hug and she said yes I really need a hug you know mm. and it's one day at a time you know it's one day at a time and that's something well, that I say to you guys, it's one day at a time. The, the thing with that, you know, um, I, I, you know, you said he did a number, which, you know, to me means that, he, you know, he beat her up. But the thing, was, uh, the thing with that is she, she actually beat the beating. Yeah, she beat it. Mm-hmm. 
You know, she's here. She's, she's you know, she, she, she's where she is now. She's moved, she's moved on. She's where she is now. So she's beat the beating. So, I mean, it shows how strong, it shows her strength. And this is what I mean. We see things as, um, I mean, it's hard. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's easy because we have all the emotional connotations that goes with it. But we tend, we always seem to think that things are detrimental that happen but it doesn't have to be i mean if if if, if that lady can realize how strong she is in that she, mm-hmm. she beat it that's the bottom line mm-hmm. she can't i mean she couldn't mm-hmm. do i mean she can't do anything more than beat it can she really mm-hmm. exactly you know? and that's exactly it that's exactly uh, other than beat his ass but that's exactly it <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know no no and you're right and this is something that i said to the music that's something that I'm very, very clear on reiterating to them, their, their own internal strength when they came through the gates, how their strength just went up mm. exponentially. Um, and it's really, really important. It's really, and that's for anybody out there listening. It's, right, it's vitally important to understand that wherever you are in life or wherever life has carried you, it's there because of your strength. Mm. It's not there because of your weakness, believe me. It's there because of your strength. Guys, if you want something different in your life, you're the one who's going to have to create the vehicle of change. And in creating the vehicle of change, it's also important to understand that in this particular dimension that we live in, at this moment in time, and I literally mean this moment in time, in this dimension, this moment in time, something take a little while to manifest. Many of us believe that we are able to bend people to our will. But what we don't understand is that's not what we can do. The only thing we are able to do is utilize our own will on ourselves. Many people feel that they can get people to change. But you see, when you understand the bigger picture and that your life is all about you and the choices that you have made, you will realize that to get what you want in life, you need to change who you are now, this minute, today. And that's bottom line. Would you agree, Liv? Absolutely, Wendy. I mean, and change not as in you know be a totally different person, but changes in seeing how how you perceive yourself within your mm-hmm. life. That's that's the change. You know, we are stronger than any situation that we go through. Amen. We we are so much Amen. stronger. You know, and we are Amen. stronger for every situation that we go through. And it's recognizing Amen. that it, the bottom line is, you know. People are awesome. They're absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I think, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, because of the emotional connotations that go with everything, we tend to think, we tend to get uh, um, tied into that kind of the woe is me thing. And then we mm-hmm. forget about how bloody awesome we are. We are. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, funny enough, uh, one of my clients this morning, because I'm I'm really huge, you know. As I turn and look behind me, I have my my 
folder with my hour of power. And that's where I do, you know, I've got my meditation, affirmations, yeah, yeah, yeah. But within, within that, I have a page, a sheet, and it is actually full to overflowing with all the things that I have done that I consider are a success. I couldn't care less what anybody else thinks. And it's for me. There are many people, things people look at that and they'll say, like, you consider that a success? Yeah, I really do. And so <laughs> I have a list of things written down that I consider that I have been successful at and I am successful at. And I look at that. I do my hour of power every day. And I look at that. I look at that because that you know, tells me about me yeah, and what I mm. think of me. What were you going to say? Now? I was going to say, you know, you said about your... Um your successes and you said uh, mm-hmm. you know someone would look at it and say oh you consider that a success and that's mm-hmm. another reason why you why don't you don't share tell you don't exactly share. Okay? Because, people, because, <laughs> because people will put their own spin on it and and exactly. because we are emotional beings it's like it's it's very easy to latch on to what someone else is saying about exactly. you Exactly. You know, so it, you exactly. can it can change. You you could write something down, Wendy, and cut someone come along and say, "Oh, you consider that a success? Oh my gosh!" You know, and it could change your whole outlook on that whole thing. On life. Prior, to, prior to actually telling them it was a success, mm-hmm. end of story. No if buts, mm-hmm. ands, or maybes. Um, mm-hmm. So people can not not intentionally, but they're going through their own stuff. And if you exactly. want to invite them, you want them to you want to invite them to your party. Then you've got to realise that they're going to bring stuff to you that yep. can possibly yep. thwart exactly. what you are doing. Exactly, exactly. And and again, I, I'm I'm totally. May, I, I I can't remember. Did we do a show on secrets? I'm sure we did a show on silence. Uh, I think it was silence. Yeah, we did. Well, I think, I I think we did. But it, it's really important. It's, re- it's really important to hold your, your counsel. For, for, those, for those of you who are biblically inclined, it tells you categorically, categorically, go into the closet, go into that closet. This is your mind. This is an, uh, uh, an analogy for your mind. And close the door. Talk to God. Tell God what it is that you want. You need to know what you want. And when you come out, don't tell anybody. That's what it says. Let it manifest so they can ask you, what is it that you did? Don't tell people your business. Don't. And funny enough, Liz, this is this too is one of my huge mantras. Maybe I'll add that to, you know, what I talk about my initial thing at the top end of the show or the bottom end of the show, but this mm-hmm. is something that I always say to the ladies that shade trip because I know in the vulnerable state that they're in, you, there's a tendency, you know, to talk and then, yeah, you know, because the experience is the same, they'll share this and they'll want mm-hmm. that and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. No. 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 Absolutely not. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ironically, I was saying to one of my clients yesterday, they came in and they have 
um, you know, they're talking and they're worried they've got a business idea and they're just they're worried about making the leap from I'm making X Y Z amount mm. and who knows if the business is going to flourish. Well, that's not even the right way to start off on that footing. Let's just let's just raise it that way. That tells me that you are riddled with doubt. You have to believe beyond the shadow of a doubt. And then you have to know that you will be taken care of. Okay, with, without a shadow of doubt, you will, have, you will have what you need. You'll have what you need. And um, what was I going to say? Because we were talking about what was that? Oh, yeah, because I, I was saying, you know, look, if you and your spouse aren't on the same accord in regard to what you're doing, then you don't need to be talking about it with your spouse. You don't have to lie, but you don't have to go in any debt. You hold your own counsel. Until such time, you can talk about it and know that your spouse will be okay because where they're coming from is a place of fear. And it's going to feed your fear. It's going to dilute what you're doing. And so, so they got it. They definitely got it. Mm. Uh, and you know, again, it's, it's really important. And again, you don't have to lie. You don't have to lie. You don't have to add that to the equation. You can be straight mm. up and say, it's none of your damn business. Or you can just <laughs> smile and say, you know, I've got everything still percolating in my mind. I'm mm. seeing it. I'm feeling it. You can be honest. When it, when, it, when it gets there, I'll talk about it. I'm not talking about it today because I'm working on it. You know, right one, on. one of the things you said, you said, Wendy, about the client and, um, you know, wanting to uh, do the business and having doubt, um, I think that to have doubt is actually normal. It, 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 it's, it's a normal thing. When someone is taking a leap forward, they have doubt. The fact is they're prepared to actually explore it. That's, that's the beauty of that. But um, mm-hmm. one of the things... I think you said is actually really poignant is to know that you will always be taken care of. Yeah. That's the key. Okay. That's that's the thing to hold on to. See what um with um with with one of my one of my clients and I, I say this quite a lot, you know, um have you have you ever been dropped? Have you ever been dropped? Have you, has the universe ever dropped you? Even the ladies in Shade Tree, did you get dropped? You ain't on the street. So the answer to that question is no. And as I've said to some people, your ass might have brushed the ground, but you were never dropped. And if you move forward in that vein, with that belief, and whatever not being dropped means to you, um, if you move forward in that vein with whatever being dropped or not being dropped means to you, you have that with crystal clear clarity, you won't be dropped. The other thing I'll say, and as we rapidly come to the end of the, the, the 90 minutes, is many people are worried about finances and money. Many people are worried about this in regards to getting what they want in life. The other thing they're usually worried about is a relationship. 
Will he, will she? Well, in regard to the money, understand that money doesn't only come by the sweat of your brow or that which you, you toil for with your hand, with labor. Understand that money can come to you in any form. And I'm talking about cold, hard cash in any form. Ironically, I was speaking with my client, one of my clients this morning, coaching a client this morning, and one of the things I said to her, you know, I like, can I share a story with you? Yes, blah, 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 blah. Being myself, when we first got married, I mean, we were broke. It, 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 it was no, I mean, we were broke, okay? And we needed $100 to fix something. We needed $100. There were two stories. We needed $100. And we were outside, this, we were in Sacramento at that time, and we were outside and we were on the front lawn. And I said to Dee, what's that? And it was a piece of paper. And Dee said, I think it's a piece of paper. And when I went over and looked, Liz, it was a $100 bill. And I hmm. said, oh, thank you. And then I said, I'm sorry if anybody dropped it, but too bad to find us people. You know, I'm kind of sorry about that. But I said, thank you. Another time... We needed $149, Olivia, to get the brakes fixed on our car. Same thing we're in California. And I was getting ready to make that phone call to mom and dad. (laughs) All right? And then Dee came home, and he he had an envelope, and it was from from, uh, Louisiana. And he opened it, and it was a check for $149 as a tax rebate. Mm. And he, you know, it, it, you just don't know. Mm. Mm. So don't allow the fact, or should I say, try as much as possible to understand that there's a difference between earning money and there's a difference between receiving money. And it doesn't mean that you, you have to lose life and limb to do this. When you are wanting to be in a relationship with somebody, understand if they are truly not wanting to be in a relationship with you, but your energetic pull is as such that they make the choice to be with you, understand if they truly do not want to be with you but decided to go along with the program, that they're not with you. They're with the program. And they're subject to do any and everything to you to self-sabotage this relationship. The, the, really the, thing, the thing about that also, Wendy, is if someone actually says, okay, well, my partner, they don't want to be with me. From my perspective, I'm listening to that person. I'm, I'm looking at that person. And what they're telling me is they actually don't want to be with that person, with their partner. Exactly. That's what they're telling me. Exactly. Exactly, and that's exactly because the it. fact that the fact that it's actually coming out of their mouth, it means they have doubts themselves, but they're holding exactly. on to because we do tend to hold on to you know we have our coping mechanisms, and sometimes our coping mechanisms can kind of override our logic. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. when someone says that to me, it's like, well, you know, you actually don't want to be with that person because you, you okay. actually have doubt and this as i said before there's nothing wrong with having doubt but if you you actually, you're actually saying to someone that um your your partner doesn't want to be with you what you're saying actually is you're not sure you want to be with them exactly. that's what i hear 
Exactly. 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 But anyway, darling, we need to wrap up. We've got about um, a minute to go. So what I will say is this, guys. I hope this has been helpful, how to change your life to get what you want. There have been several golden nuggets planted here. Hopefully you can extract them. Um, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm a choice expert and a Lords of Attraction coach. And my co-host is? Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. And she is an Expressions and a Law of Attraction coach. So, guys, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Until next time, um, yeah, guys, have a wonderful week and get clear on what you want and go for it. And what I'll say to that is enjoy the music as we go out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, love you, too. Bye, love you, too.